Welcome to Your Brain On by Salience Learning. I'm Karen Foster. And I'm Krista Gerhard. Today, I'm excited to welcome two of my Salience colleagues to our podcast, Amy Parent, Director of Learning Ecosystems, and Irene Bolin, Director of Learning Strategy. Over the next three episodes, we'll listen in on a conversation on adaptive learning between Amy, Irene, and Bob Sautelaire, Director of Learning Sciences at SOAR Technology, Inc., and Chairman of the Board of Executive Director of the Adaptive Instructional Systems Consortium under IEEE Industry Standards and Technology Organization. Let's turn to part one. Hi, I'm Irene Boland. I'm the Director of Learning Strategy for Salience Learning. I have a PhD in education, specifically instructional design for online learning in the workplace. I consider myself a scholar practitioner where I keep one foot in the world of research and one foot in the world of application. And this enables me to understand what really is known to work and to make sure that we're using it. Uh, Because if you just have great research and you're not applying it in the workplace, you're missing out. And if you go forward with a big initiative like adaptive learning without that research basis or without the background, you may take wrong turns. And so I like to be really balanced in my approach to things. Um, I have published and presented twice at the uh, Interservice and Industry Technology Education Simulation Conference, which is the world's largest conference that deals with artificial intelligence, virtual worlds, and adaptive learning. I've also had my work presented at the Artificial Intelligence and Education Conference in Madrid and have worked before with our guest, Bob Sautelaire, doing research on behalf of the Army Research Laboratory. Hi, my name is uh, Amy Parent. I am the Director of Learning Ecosystem Platforms here at Salience Learning. I am responsible for our digital learning programs and our digital learning strategy. I bring over 10 years of experience as an instructional designer and educational technologist. My portfolio includes designing and developing custom learning programs for Fortune 500 enterprise-level companies to small and mid-sized level companies. The science of learning and how to put that into practice and learning is my job, and you can expect that level of guidance and expertise from me. I also enjoy opportunities to work through nonprofits that lead learning design. My most recent work was with a nonprofit called Forgiveness Cakes. Um, I redesigned their volunteer orientation and food safety training and helped them transfer this learning from face-to-face to a digital experience. I'm very excited to be here today to be talking to both Irene and Bob. So my name is Bob Sadler. I'm the Director of Learning Sciences at SOAR Technology in Orlando, Florida. I'm also the Chairman of the Board and Executive Director for the Adaptive Instructional Systems Consortium that was recently formed under IEEE Industry Standards and Technology Organization. I want to say before I finish my intro, thank you to Salience Learning for asking me to share some of my thoughts on adaptive learning. And I hope this talk is going to be useful to you, know, to you and your listeners. Um, as an engineer, scientist, technologist, I tend to focus on adaptive instruction as a capability to be designed, uh, developed, and deployed to users. And so um, you know, I have a heavy engineering background. 
And so that'll probably come out in some of my answers. And so if you see some bias in that direction, uh, that's probably it. Um, I have spent a lot of my time hanging out with uh, research psychologists and other people in the quote unquote soft sciences, which are incredibly hard uh, in terms of difficulty. Uh, and so um, I do have a little bit of that that has also rubbed off on me in terms of understanding behaviors and uh, interaction, interface design, et cetera. So uh, um, I'll touch on what I see as some of the differences in terms that are thrown around, uh, like adaptive uh, learning, adaptive instruction, adaptive training, and uh, tailored instruction. My background is uh, about 40 years now. I'm getting, getting up there. Uh, about 40 years in the uh, learning sciences and science and technology for training. Spent a lot of my career in the military and science and technology organizations for the U.S. Army and the U.S. Navy. Had the opportunity to work uh, in the Army Research uh, Laboratory the latter part of my career. And so that's where probably most of my publications uh, are out there. So I've got about 250 or so uh, publications, uh, lost count. And then, uh, and then about probably, I don't know, 2,500 or so, uh, citations on those. And so, um, I'm proud that, uh, people are at least reading what I have to talk about and, uh, I'm excited to be here. It's such a pleasure to have met you, Bob. Um, we originally met through an IEEE um, community meeting um, subcommittee called Icicle, um, open to the public. And um, Bob was giving a presentation on the Adaptive Instructional Systems Consortium, which of course perked my ears up right away. But before we move forward in talking about adaptive learning, Bob, I was wondering if you could take a moment and share a little bit about what the Adaptive Instructional Systems Consortium is, um, its mission and its vision, and um, anything else you wish to share. Yeah, so first I probably should explain, I think probably most of the people who might be listening to this podcast would know what adaptive instructional systems and technologies are. But, uh, you know, I've got a little bit of a different slant on it. and. Uh, that comes from exposure in lots of different uh, forums. So uh, let me talk a little bit about that, and then I'll kind of get into how the AIS consortium fits in there. So, uh, you know, when we think about adaptive instructional systems and technologies, we're thinking about like instructional strategies, things that are used to, or policies that are used to, uh, you know, accommodate individual differences uh, for different kinds of learners, right? And, uh, and not necessarily learning styles, but just the differences between, you know, what my interests are, your interests, what my learning goals are, et cetera. Um, we should also think about it in terms of technologies, right? So computer-based systems that are enabling tools and methods to guide learning experiences Right. So that uh, it's not just kind of random. Hey, there's a bunch of content that's here. It goes in a certain order. Uh, everybody does the same order uh, and it's the same content and the same results. Right. And so the uh, goal there is to finish usually. And so it's check, check, check. And I get through and uh, adaptive instructional systems are really focused on learning. 
right? And so they're there to help facilitate learning. And if they're not doing that, then they're probably not doing their job. Um, and then adaptive instructional systems are also products. And so things like the AIS consortium are focused uh, on, you know, how those products come into the marketplace, uh, whether there are standards, what parts are reusable, if I buy one system and decide I like a learner model from another system, can I port that over to my system? Is that possible? And so, you know, we're thinking about how standards are supported, but also how to evaluate and certify whether somebody even met those standards and then to be able to advertise that in the marketplace. Right. So that's important to our members. So Bob, for our listeners and for all of us on the call, could you give us a broad uh, definition? What is adaptive learning? So adaptive instruction includes you know, accommodations uh, or interventions that happen between the individual learner and the adaptive instructional system or tutor. And those accommodations or interventions are selected based on individual differences that have determined that certain learner states or traits uh, are important to treat in a particular way, right? And that might be based on learning theory or sets of strategies. Uh, it might be based on efficiency. So it could be based on something like error-sensitive feedback. Hey, I might not want to provide feedback every time someone makes an error, but uh, I might want to weigh how critical that error is before I provide feedback. Um, but it's... You know, computer-based systems uh, and enabling tools and methods that guide learning experiences by tailoring that experience and instruction and the recommendations based on the goals, the needs, the preferences, the interests, the learning gaps of a particular learner in the context of a set of objectives. That's really um, interesting, Bob. And I'm wondering a couple of things that came up for me, at least, um, when you were talking about adaptive instructional systems. I was wondering how that is the same or how it is different with the more common term of adaptive learning. So I kind of use adaptive learning and adaptive instruction in just like a lot of people in the same way. Um, you know, we're talking about presentation of content and, uh, you know, there's some intelligent uh, adaptation, right, that is going on to select that content, which content, uh, how it's sequenced, why is this content uh, going with this particular learner, and then the difficulty level to kind of match that up if you're familiar with uh, Vygotsky's Zone of Proximal Development. Uh, I don't want to get too nerdy here, but uh, yeah, so this is matching competence of the learner to the difficulty of the instruction that's being provided. And you don't want that to be too far off. You want it to be uh, pretty much in sync so that there's good flow and that the learner stays engaged. Um, when I think about systems, right, then I start to think about how that is provided and what are the mechanisms to do that. And uh, sometimes, you know, a lot of people use lots of different terms. I'm not too picky about the terms, but uh, 
you know, for us, we uh, through IEEE uh, and our involvement with IEEE, we decided that, uh, you know, we liked adaptive instruction because it could be applied to training or education. Uh, it could be applied to formal learning or informal learning. And, uh, and, you know, definitely the end goal is learning, but it's, you know, again, it, it's really talking to more what the consortium's mission is, which is on technology, as opposed to an organization like Icicle, which is focused on, you know, the learning engineering process and how you grow learning engineers. He just hit upon one of my favorite concepts, which is Lev Vygotsky's zone of proximal development, which I tend to refer to as the Goldilocks of the learning world, right? We're trying to make sure that things are not too difficult for the learner, which would make them want to quit, or too easy, which would make them bored. But I would be curious, in what ways does adaptive learning help us stay in that zone, that Goldilocks of learning? So there's a lot of options. There are adaptations or interventions that are learner focused and there are other adaptations that are environment focused. And so uh, one of the things that you can do is if you have a learner uh, where they're more of a novice learner in a particular domain and it's more difficult to maybe uh, what they had expected, you could provide a lot of scaffolding or support or even direction, right? You could slow the pace of the instruction uh, right, in terms of your interaction and presentation of content. And then having to do with the, you know, what the delivery mechanism in the system, it's not just the pace, it's also the level of difficulty. And so it's an opportunity to look at in real time, right? Uh, if you were, a, you know, if you were a human tutor, right, then one of the things you would be looking at is you would be looking at the student to kind of gauge whether, you know, are they frustrated or confused or angry? Uh, are they surprised? Are they, you know, and so their emotional state, you're looking for behaviors and, and kind of uh, clues that would indicate what their state is to tell you whether or not, hey, I can go faster or slower or I'm going at about the right pace. So we're now asking uh, computers to do that which is uh, probably a hundredfold uh, more difficult process, right? Um, over time, uh, you know, you have uh, human tutors who get really, you know, good at reading students. Uh, they have a good rapport. They have a good way of presenting themselves. They're credible. Now, all these things are important uh, for the technology also, right? We want all those salient characteristics of an expert tutor to be realized in an adaptive instructional system. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Brain On. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Krista Gerhardt. And I'm Karen Foster. And we'll see you next time.